Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. Today's session is going to be a good old hard one. What we're going to do is 20 minutes at 20 strokes per minute and run about 2k plus 18 pace. Then you're going to take three minutes rest and then you're going to do seven minutes basically as fast as you can manage. It's almost like doing a 5k at 20 strokes per minute followed by a 2k time trial. Now that seven minute chunk, I want you to treat it as though it is a 2k time trial. I want you to try and get everything you can into it. This is supposed to be a session which starts off nice and easy but then takes you right into that max kind of total exhaust, exhaustion workout. Okay, so this is a great one for your like, I just want to work hard and it'll do it for you, all right? Now, if you don't know what I'm on about with 2K pace for the 2K plus 18, then really all I mean is run about five out of 10 effort level. So for that 20 minutes, you're putting in a good amount of effort but you're not exhausting yourself. You're leaving it for that seven minutes where you're just trying to go as fast as you can, all right? So let's get into our four minute warm up now always set up your machine first do your drag factor and do your resistance to how you want it to be uh, I just recommend that you basically have a good weight to your stroke but that you're not rowing a planet across a star field now, I'm kind of coming up with analogies that mean nothing now, eh? anyway next up go into your foot straps and set them uh, so that they either cover the bottom lace in your shoe or they let you come forwards comfortably at the front of the machine to shins vertically and finally make sure your monitor is at eye height all right mixed up those last two the order both You'll see them on bare feet today, which is kind of why I've changed the angle slightly of the camera, so you don't have to look at my feet. <laughs> anyway, okay, four minute warm up at 18 strokes a minute, and I'll talk you through it. Hey, there goes a saw and a hammer in the background. Nice. So, 18 strokes a minute. Pace wise, as you start this, it's really just like a bodyweight squat. All I want you to do is connect your feet into the foot plate and work on the timing so that as you push with your feet, that is the point when your handle connects with whatever it is that you're using. Whether you're using a mag magnetic rower or Concept2 like this or another air flywheel or a water rower, it's still the same. You push with your legs and connect your handle with whatever is turning or moving in order to make it feel like a stroke. Once you've got that connection right, then you can start to lay in a little bit more pace. Give a bit more of a push from those legs. Ideally, you want to end up around about 2K plus 20 here. And again, if you don't know what the 2K pacing thing is, then what I want you to do is row a 2,000 meter time trial, divide your end time by four, and that will give you your average pace to row 500 meters within that time trial. And that is what I base your training paces on. So when I say 2K plus, 20, you take your 2k time trial average and row 20 seconds slower. And that way it makes it even for everybody. Okay, one stroke here, and then let's put one foot on the ground. Continue to row with just one foot strapped in. Not much should change here. Apart from the fact you've got one foot in the ground, 
should still be getting all your body angles right. You should still be pushing away the machine with a leg that's still strapped in. Swap feet. And continue. Same thing again. Just carry on rowing with as similar a technique as normal. You might find your compression is a little bit better at the front. So make sure you don't over compress, which means kind of coming in way too much forwards just because you can. Okay, both feet in, legs straight, and just row with your back and arms. So swing over your hips, pull in your arms, then release your arms, swing back over your hips. really important to get the feel for this because so many people swing their back too early and don't actually generate any power from their back so really get feel for this sensation one more on this and let's roll to the front straight arms and just press out keep those arms straight try to keep a forward lean and then work on the timing of your feet pressing and then connecting with the handle while keeping those arms straight. Don't have to push too hard because all you're doing here really is working on the timing and your body position. Time for one more? Yeah. There we go. So that's the warm-up all done. Keep on moving up and down the rail, have a quick drink and I'll explain one more time what it is that we're doing today. Okay, once again then what we're going to do is a 20 minute row at 20 strokes per minute and your pace is going to be run about 2k plus 18 or 5 out of 10 on an effort scale. Then we're going to take 3 minutes rest and then we're going to do 7 minutes as pretty much as fast as you can. Okay, I'm going to be doing that up right about 28 to 30 strokes a minute and my pace is, I don't know, I'll probably be run about 2k plus 8 maybe just so that I'm able to talk to you but I want you to try and see if you can get as close to your 2k pace as possible. Although after only 3 minutes rest that might not be very likely but you get what I mean I wanted to put in full effort for those seven minutes to try and really get a feel for some proper intensity this should be a half hour workout that is going to leave you going whoa I'm ready for some food and stuff now anyway let's get on with it no point me chattering away to you before we start rowing because you know I'm going to start chattering away to you when we're rowing so 20 minutes at 20 strokes per minute 2k plus 18 pace in three two one go remember the great thing about 20 strokes per minute is that if you're a little bit challenged when it comes to working out the rhythm for it it's just one stroke every three seconds and really the perfect rhythm for 20 strokes a minute is to drive for one second and recover for two now you'll notice if you're watching me on the video rather than listening on the podcast that there's never a point when I'm stopped I don't get to the back and then pause with the handle and then quickly race forwards it's all about 
fluidity. Which makes sense when you think this is all about rowing on water, really. But it has something to do with fluid. But you're moving from phase to phase in your stroke. So you go from the catch at the front, and you drive, which then swings into a finish, but then that finish instantly goes into the release, which is when you release the handle away from you again at pretty much the same pace that you brought it in at. So, in, out. You're not jerking it out. It's not a hot potato. You're not trying to throw it away. You're using it to help with the rhythm of your recovery by going in, out. And then, as the handle goes forwards, that's when you start that hip rock forwards into your forward lean position. And then, hopefully, Oh, my watch thinks I'm rowing. Yes, I am. Hopefully, you get your hands over your knees. Nice forward lean. And then all you have to do is bend your knees. And you go rolling effortlessly to the front of the machine again ready for the next stroke but my point is that everything flows from bit to bit there may be a tiny thank you <laughs> it's got an Amazon package <laughs> between the Amazon package arriving and various people mowing the lawns or building stuff outside. I should really move back inside again. But you will see from the, <laughs> the fact that I'm rowing in a, a vest no socks and let's face it some rather short shorts but it's a warm old day so I don't fancy being stuck inside the studio today because I'll be a puddle by the end I think I said in one of the recent videos 
when I was wearing this vest that I promised that that would be the most skin I would ever show but I think this probably comes down to the best or the most because of the bare feet and the short shorts but hey even for Glasgow it's a warm old day today although I'm sure there'll be people around the world who'd come here today and put a jumper on but for a wee soft Scottish fella it's a hot day why am I in bare feet rather than socks? well, three reasons one heat control just to help minimise the amount that I'm going to overheat today number two I just wanted to see what it felt like they usually row in socks and I thought well why not try bare feet it's not that bad I thought it might hurt the little ridges on the foot plate or something might hurt my feet not so far anyway and also it'll mean be very evident if I'm yanking on the foot straps because the back of my toes will start to get worn and blistered without socks to protect them but the, <laughs> the other one other reason is that I have been rowing quite a lot outside this summer always with socks on so I have very white feet so I thought get your feet out slap on some suntan lotion and see if I can do something about that but the sun I'll put these up the sun has gone in for the time being so that's not going to happen alright let's get back to technique for a second away from my sartorial decisions I spoke about the recovery at some length but didn't really go over the drive phase fair enough we spoke about it during the warm-up but let's have a quick analysis of what's going on you can think about what you're doing as I describe the best practices again I'm not saying I have anywhere near 
the perfect stroke. But I certainly talk it. One of these do as I say, not what I do moments. But hopefully I'm not too laughable to look at that you can take me seriously. So the drive phase starts off with making sure you're in the right position to start. And that's the catch. Okay, so as you come forwards, right before you do start the stroke, you need to think about your position. Oh, here we go. Halfway. That's a quick 10 minutes. So, really quickly, position-wise, you want straight arms. Leaning forwards to run about one o'clock position, or as you're looking at me, an 11 o'clock. So you've got a nice forward lean. You're looking straight ahead. Chin nice and neutral, not tucked down, not looking up in the air. You want to be up in your sit bones, posture-wise. So up and forwards. And you want to make sure your shins are pointing vertically. So straight up. And that's kind of how your body is best placed to take the power when you start the drive. But still, couple of things to point out like there's a real relationship between your posture that up in your sit bones and leaning forwards and your shins being vertical because if you are coming into the front and you're sitting on the fleshy part of your backside with your hips pointing backwards and your tailbone tucked underneath you you're going to find it hard to get your shins to vertical and what you'll find is you end up sliding so far forwards that the seat starts to hit off your heels now it might sound like that's a good thing to do in terms of the amount of length that you can get out of the stroke but because of that poor posture 
with your tailbone tucked underneath you you're not able to efficiently and powerfully do your strokes and even if you don't consider efficiency and power hopefully you'll at least recognise the potential for injury that can creep in if you're rowing that way because your entire stroke starts to get taken through your lower back if you're all tucked under whereas that forward lean with straight arms sends the power up through your body into your arms pretty much bypassing any real effort from your back your back comes into play at the end of the stroke but at first as you start your stroke your back is really just a conduit of power from your legs and that's the key here is that in order to get the power you need to push your legs into the machine so really think about holding that forward lean with arms straight and then push the machine away from you rather than thinking about pushing yourself backwards or worse thinking about pulling on the handle because the rowing motion is not actually a pulling one not until you get to the end of the stroke anyway when you start you are driving the machine away by pushing with your legs and then your straight arms and forward lean lets that power go into the handle but then once that leg drive is about halfway gone that is when you finally swing your back from that forward lean to a backward lean followed as you start the back lean by that strong finish of the handle so you have to make sure and really think about pulling to a finish don't get caught up in just thinking about phrases like push don't pull which is 
a very famous one of another channel and one that I used to use and is 100% accurate at the front of the machine that you want to push with your feet and not pull with your arms but once you get towards the back of your stroke it's really important to pull and that clever little phrase can kind of fake you out into thinking you never have to pull but you do your arms and hands may start as power conduits but they end up being the last little squeeze of power as you pull the handle in squeeze those shoulder blades together send your elbows through your sides it's up to you if you've got a motion that has a flare out personally I try to keep my flare outs to a minimum as that puts most of the pressure of the stroke onto my shoulders which aren't the strongest part of my body by pulling through my sides I'm able to use the bigger, fitter, stronger muscles in my back along with the shoulders so I get a little turbo boost at the back the last thing to say is just your fingers and how you hold the handle make sure your fingers are just hooked over the handle and we're not having a death grip like you're holding a bike handlebar nice and loose let the air circulate last stroke Ooh. there we go right three minutes neighbour started up the lawnmower apologies for that this is one of those times where I'm sure music would be better I'll see if I can EQ out in the edit suite anyway it's up to you what you want to do through this rest period I do recommend at least having a drink as being we're about to go hard for the next seven minutes if you're going to continue to do any rowing make sure and keep it as light rowing rather than going all guns blazing through this rest period because you don't want to use up any energy that you may need over the next seven minutes and I seriously mean I want you to try and go fast I'm going to try and aim for around about 
2k plus seven or eight just depends how much talking through it ends up being a burden because i don't want to just row it in silence with the sound of a mountfield lawnmower behind us oh. i need to get myself a headband i stopped sweat running in my eyes <laughs> but yeah so everything that we've just learnt and hopefully you were working through during that past 20 minutes thinking about technique thinking about the power about that hinge backwards and forwards about driving with straight arms about hooking your fingers over the handle rather than having a tight grip about making sure the power comes from your legs rather than it being an early pull with your arms and swinging your back too early trying bear all of them in mind because in a minute's time when we go into this seven minutes at a faster pace it's really easy to get lost into I just want to go fast and then things start to fall down so one of the reasons that we do so much low rate rowing is to give us the opportunity to work on our technique to try and grind it in so that our uh, neuro mechanical is that the right word? no uh, whatever so that our muscles our brain and our muscles when their default ends up being a good stroke rather than the default being a nasty one when you're up at a fast rate so it takes a while to grain in trust me I'm still not getting it right but the more you do it the closer you get to being able to have a decent stroke when you're at higher rates rather than flapping up and down like a dying salmon and nobody wants a newspaper article after a race to say John Stevenson who looked like a dying salmon <laughs> anyway seven six five four three two one let's go <clears throat> so try and get your stroke rate and your pace locked in nice and quick and then it's all about rhythm and last ability it's about just trying to hold the pace that you've set for yourself this is meant to be part of the session where you're going to hit maximum intensity so roll with it embrace it it may be tough but it will finish every storm cloud will eventually run out of rain it's the same as intensity on short rows like this it'll feel tough but it will finish shouldn't feel too bad yet as we approach two minutes into this full intensity interval but I'm just trying to give you 
some headspace for when the intensity does start to increase. How are we doing? Just over two minutes gone. Now, if you're struggling with the higher stroke rate stuff like this, a lot of it is to do with the moment of getting the handle away from you. This is why you don't pause at the back of the stroke. It's all about rhythm. In, out. And then making sure the handle gets over your knees and starting that forward lean with your shoulders past your hips and hips now pointing forwards is you are using your momentum to go back up the rail to the catch rather than tugging on the foot straps ruining your posture and making it harder to keep a higher stroke rate Come on. Okay, two and a half minutes to go. You've got this. You just need to hold on. And nope, that wasn't a platitude. That was very much coaching to myself. All right. Less than 60 strokes to go. If you're not feeling at max yet, I want you to start increasing your pace I want you to make sure to row home nice and strong this last minute should feel like 
the end of a 2k. Come on, increase your pace, power, feel that surge of blue, roll on, power, fly into your machine. All right, 30, come on. Really push. 20, increase your stroke rate and your power. 10. One more stroke. Ah. That was fun. Take a moment to compose yourself. I enjoyed that. Have a drink. I'm gonna start the cool down in 20 seconds. If you're still on the floor, don't worry about it. Just pause the video or rewind it and start whenever you can. Three, two, one, go. So cool down is back down to 18 strokes a minute. And then I want you to put in kind of back to that five out of 10 effort. Just connect your feet and your arms with enough power that you feel that they're working, but not so much that you feel the burn starting to set in again. Cool down is so important physically for your muscles and for your heart, but also mentally, so you get a chance to decompress after what I hope was a rather tough seven minutes. So by doing this little cool down, if nothing else, your memory of rowing is not breathing out of your eyes. <laughs> okay, 40 seconds to go, you can start to ease up on your cool down. Let's slowly glide into neutral. Of course, when I'm done, you don't have to be done, but you could stop at the same time as me and then do some stretching, stretch off your shoulders, your quads, your hamstrings. Maybe do some core work, because trust me, a strong core will make you roll faster than strong arms. There we go. 
because you'll be able to brace at both ends of the stroke. Your arms are really only coming in at the end, whereas a good core will see you through the rest of the stroke. Anyway, oh, that was a tough one. I told you it would be tough at the beginning. Would I ever lie to you? Anyway, so that's today's row in the sun done. And to be honest, as much as I'm a little bit of a sun worshipper, I'm quite pleased that the clouds are in for most of this one. Because <laughs> even in, even wearing this, it's still rather hot. I'm going to pour the water bottle over my head and then get myself sorted for the rest of the day. Which involves cooking spaghetti bolognese because it's a Friday. So with any luck, I'll get this video edited and up online today, actually on a Friday if I can. Who knows? Let's not make promises that I can't quite cash yet. So there we go. That was today's row. It's loosely based on the July 2021 Cross Team Challenge event, which is 5k rest 7 minutes 2k or 2k rest 7 minutes 5k. And one of those intervals has to be at 20 strokes per minute. So you've basically got, what is that, four different ways to do it, if not more. Can't quite do the maths. Oh, no, that's me to do maths. But it's a great event. I did it as a test to see if my arm is okay. Um, did it like the 5k at 20 and then the 2k sprint at the end. And it was such an enjoyable row, I thought I'd put it on to you guys instead as well. But yeah, so that's kind of, I'm going to be doing that most of the, this month because it's such a good, all the different options for it, just because it's such a good row to do. Um, and then um, within a couple of weeks, hopefully I'll have finished the edit job I'm doing and I can start going through the 10k plan. Woo, we'll start to do a 10k. So let's see how that one goes in terms of timing. But anyway, so uh, sometimes you sit down to a workout and it just works. It's like when Fonzie went up to the mirror. Pff, oh, I'm attacked by flies, horse flies. Um, when Fonzie went up to the mirror with his comb and he looked in the mirror and he just went, hey, because nothing needed done. And that's what that session's like. You don't need to do anything spectacular to that session. You get your bottom tier low rate stuff at the beginning. You get a nice little rest and then you get your max. So if you're ever stuck for something to do, that's a great one to come back to. But then to be honest, so are most of my rows. So do check out all the, I'm gonna go before this fly gets me. Do check out all of the rows on my YouTube channel. Uh, leave a comment or a review or whatever if you're listening to the podcast and do leave a review. I don't really have many reviews and it's been up for a while. So anyway, um, yeah, and that's us. So the hashtag for today, oh, come on. It's gotta be hashtag the Fonz. Hey, <laughs> stay safe, be well, bye-bye.